It's time for our weekly conversation with Root Sports' Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Guest Man. Hi everybody, Terry Blunt here today with Jackson Feltz. And join us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, none other than Emmy Award winning Root Sports anchor Brad Adam. Brad, is that officially how we have to refer to you from now on? Emmy Award winning Brad Well, that, yeah, I, I, I uh, fax that to Jackson. That's <laughs> the way I want to be introduced to every time. And I appreciate it, Terry. Hey, good, talk, good to talk to you. I've heard you several times, not been able to talk to you before. And I was going to think of calling in sick or doing, making up some excuse today if it was Puckett. <laughs> But now that it was you, man, I'm glad to talk to you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for joining us on July 4th uh, week. And obviously you've enjoyed this season like all of us have with what I continue to call the TAM, the Amazing Mariners. So uh, it's been quite a season. I mean, here we go. You know, this, uh, this series against the Angels, they really have a chance to all but bury the Angels if they could, Mm -hmm. certainly if they swept them, but maybe even if they win two out of three. I mean, where do you see? I agree. Where do you see that? I mean, is that an important point at this point? Yeah, I, I think a little bit. You know, they, they get them again before the All Star break, and then right after the All Star break. So I think those nine games will go a long way to kind of determining who's going to be a challenger for them. Is it going to be the Angels that get Otani back tonight? Uh, I assume he'll be in the lineup. Um, they thought they might be able to get Richards back, but uh, their pitcher is not going to be able to go this series. I don't think. Uh, will it be the Angels? Will it be the A's? You know, only one other team, the Rays, just got to 500. So nobody else 500 in the American League. They're eight clear of the Angels. You know, it would take a lot for them to fall back um, to the Angels, you know. So, I, and yesterday at the Mariners had their uh, cystic fibrosis golf tournament, the charity golf tournament at Broadmoor yesterday. Yeah. And I saw uh, all the brass was there. Stanton was there, uh, Kevin Mather, president, CEO. And it was kind of fun to talk to them because they're really excited about this year you know they're like it might be a one one game wild card yeah we, we want to host this series you know forget the one game you know and they're talking scenarios and and i keep kind of popping by them and i'd say you know cole hamels and just walk off and then i come <laughs> back later and say jay hap there you go and the first couple of times yeah first couple of times they laughed and then they i didn't think it was very funny anymore they didn't think uh, yeah. but um but, but they're excited though terry to, to get uh, to be where they are now uh to be thinking playoffs to be thinking adding somebody at the trade deadline you know, they've got some money to spend. They're excited about that. They don't want to, you know, maybe mortgage the future uh, for this year. But at the same point, like you said, kind of a, a dream season where everything's coming together. So they want to be all in and uh, they want to add. And it's just going to be it, – it'll be fun next couple of weeks to see kind of where they add. But I do think they will. Oh, I don't think there's any question. I mean, they're going to go for it. I mean, yeah, like you said, yeah. yeah, you can bury the Angels here, but they're thinking about catching the Astros. Look, they're half a game back of the Astros. The Astros have shown some vulnerability of late. Tonight, Keigel's pitching. He's 4-8 and eight for the season with a 4-20 ERA. I mean, if they win tonight and the Astros lose, they're in first place by themselves, and they have continued this pace of just keeping up with the Astros game after game. I honestly feel like... They believe they can win the division. It's not just about making the playoffs at this point. You know, they think, look, we've got 13 games left of the Astros. We can catch these guys. Those are the games I can't wait for. I mean, those games are going to mean more against the Astros than they have ever right. you know, since they've been in the division together. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're right. You know, they haven't really played those type of games that matter a lot in the division. 
and and to take on you know the Astros each series each game is going to be like you know a little playoff series yeah um, going back and forth maybe trading first place uh, but but you're right I think the attention is starting to shift a little bit because everybody was kind of reluctant to say you know playoffs really but the streak they're on you know seven straight where they are now you're right people are starting to think well why not you know win the West now why not just settle why settle for the one game you know anything can happen play in a wild card game where you can you know host it as a uh, as a division champion so uh the rest of the year is going to be a, a lot of fun and they've done a great job of, of beating teams they're supposed to beat you know they just played the Orioles and those the two worst teams in all of Major League Baseball, and they won all seven games. You know, that's what you're supposed to do against those teams. Right. Now you get ready, and when the good teams come in, you know, you keep that confidence and the momentum going. Well, let's talk a little bit about Edwin Diaz. You know, Brad, I've covered baseball for years in Houston, covered some really good Astros teams. I have never seen anything like what Eddie Diaz has done in the first half mm-hmm. of this season as the closer. I mean, the stats, when you go over it, are astounding. I saw uh, uh, Matt Calkins had a had a uh, column about him today in the Seattle Times paper, and said mm-hmm. that he's only three saves away from the all time record for one run saves. That's unbelievable. Right. I mean, <laughs> game eighty five. Yeah, yeah. You know, that. he's got twenty of them. The record is twenty three uh, by Rodriguez in in uh, I don't know two thousand and eight or something like that. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what he's done. It, it, this, and the thing came out yesterday. He's only the second uh, pitcher ever to have thirty saves and seventy strikeouts before the All Star break. Eric Gagne right. was the other one. So he just keeps doing these un, unbelievable things. And you have to, you know you have to wonder. My goodness, can he keep up this pace? And it's not like like Scott Service told me. Scott Service told me it's not like he's just out there, you know, getting saves and and you know pitching okay and getting out of jams and stuff. He's like dominating right. people. I mean, in twenty of his save apparent twenty of his uh, uh, saves or, or fifteen of his twenty saves, he's thrown fifteen or fewer pitches. I mean, the guy's yeah, just. He- He's unhittable. You're right. You, you think, I can't remember last time he had a base runner on. And, and it wasn't a hit. You know, it was probably, it had to be a walk or something. But he, he's matured a lot. He, he pitches, you know, he, he kind of figures things out quickly. If he walks a leadoff guy, he'll figure it out and get out. And, uh, you know, stuff when he's on is unhittable. We've seen him all year. And, and I really think that's the difference. You know, you mentioned covering Houston. I think the big difference between the two teams this year, both offenses are good. Their starting pitcher pitching it's probably on paper. I mean, probably a little bit better, but the Mariners starters have been great all year. But it is the bullpen, and it's specifically the ninth inning guy. I mean, the Astros are still trying to find a closer. Yeah. Some teams are still trying to find a closer. Indians really haven't found one this year. But my goodness, you get the ball to Eddie Diaz in the ninth inning, and you feel you know really good, and that just sets a mindset for the team. You know, even James Paxson the other day came out after eight and said, "Hey." One run lead with Eddie, it feels great. And he, you know, one, two, three Royals. So the big difference, I think, between the Mariners and a lot of those teams are uh, is, is the closer in Eddie Diaz. No question about it. The Astros, I think, are going to have to go out and get a big-time closer at the deadline. I don't know if they can get, like, uh, Brad Hand at San Diego, somebody right. like that. I, I don't see how they don't do that because they just haven't found that guy. I mean, they keep experimenting. You know, it, it's just uh, nobody is getting it done for them. Giles hasn't got it done. Harris hasn't been very good no. this season. Uh, Rondon has been good at times, but you know, right. they just they keep looking for that guy and they don't have it. And I would be shocked if they didn't. 
go get somebody, but then it's okay. So what? What are the Mariners going to do at the deadline? What are they going to do to help themselves? Are they going to get another starting pitcher? Are they going to get a middle reliever that's been really good? I mean, I can't wait to see what happens because there's going to be a lot of wheeling and dealing in this division. I think. Yeah, I, I, we we talked to Jerry uh, Depoto, the GM, last week on the show, and I asked him before we, we went on. I said, you know, with the way the divisions are now, you know, there's four clear teams, well, I guess you count Cleveland. So really right now there's five playoff teams you could say, you know, four on pace for 100 wins. Yeah. And I said, because of that, is there going to be less activity at the trade deadline because most are sellers and some teams in the middle aren't going to add, don't care? And he said, no, he thinks that there'll be the same amount of movement. It might be late. You know, Cole Hamels might be, the, you know, the 31st um, teams that take that on. So he thinks there'll still be some movement. And, and you're right, I – I just can't imagine the Astros not doing something. And another difference between the two teams, they have a lot of prospects. They are very deep in the minors. They have a lot to offer teams for a, for a Brad right. Hand or, or somebody else. Um, so it, it's a little maybe easier for them to make a deal. And, and, and you're right, I, they're certainly going to get somebody. And then on the, on the Mariners' side, you're right, is it a, is it a reliever? Somebody that can get a seventh, eighth inning? Or are you going to try to fix or trust Nicasio Colomay? Um, do you get a center fielder, perhaps? Do you get a starter, and then who's bumped? And then the big question is, is you know, what are they going to do with Robinson Cano going forward? I think that will kind of determine which way they try to go at the trade deadline. Because right. if they have a plan in place for him and know where he's going to do and how many days he'll play second, maybe first, maybe spell DH, that will kind of determine kind of where they go, I think. I actually did a Twitter poll question for today on that whole You're on subject. <laughs> yeah, wow. No so, uh, yeah, so going on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so here's the here's the question though. It's uh, what do you do with Cano when he returns? And the the uh, choices were back to second base, split time at first base, split time as DH on the bench. The the one that shocks me is so the answer so far of the votes that have come in. Only seven percent of the voters have said for him to go back to second base. So, you know, that's going to be a tough call for them. Uh, when, what exactly do you do when he comes back? Yeah, I think the, 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 uh, the poll uh, responders are, are correct. I mean, I don't see – if you watch D. Gordon every night, there's just, there's just no way you replace him with Cano. He moves so much better than Cano, and he covers so much more ground. Um, you know, a gold glove guy at second. He's so much more comfortable there. If you were to put Cano back at second and Gordon in center, I think that'd be another steep learning curve for him. He hasn't, you know, taken fly balls or done anything in center for, for a, over a month now, a uh, month and a half, actually. So, again... Uh, well, then you'd have to, if it'd be different if Cano was eligible for the playoffs. But correct. then you're going to have to move, if you do yeah. that, then you're going to have to move him back. Right, which doesn't make any sense, right? Healy uh, kind of heating up. Maybe you can platoon lefty-righty there at first. Um, if the Cruz ever needs a day or two, maybe he can play. You know, maybe he goes in as a DH. Um, I, I guess it, it's, it's a nice problem to have a sure. you know, Hall of Fame talent guy, your best hitter. You're trying to figure out where to play him. You know, and I think exactly. when it comes down to end of the day, Terry, it's like if he's your best hitter, you need that bat in the lineup, especially from the left side. You know, it yeah. gets you there, but then you're right. The last week, if you're already in, do you just not play him because you can't play in the playoffs? I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's a it's a really tough decision for them, and I know they're they're weighing all their options on that and how it how it will go. I also wanted to ask you the All Star Games coming up. 
And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Mariners have some really good hitters out there that obviously you're not going to win the voting part of it. But which one of these guys, Diaz is, there's no question he's in. I would, I guess you would no say it, it's, it's pretty certain, isn't it, that James Paxton is going to make it? I mean, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. So, uh, did we lose Brad there? We might have lost yeah, Brad I'll there. Test him again. Here. We'll try to we'll try to get him back. So I just wanted to ask him basically whether or not there's basically five candidates who can make uh, could make the All Star team for the Mariners, and that's Edwin Diaz, who's a shoe in, no question. James Paxton, Paxton, a, pro, a possible shoe in, I would think. Then you've got Mitch Haniger, who's like ninth or eighth or ninth in the voting, but he should make it as number two in RBIs in the American League, you know, behind Martinez. And you've got Gene Segura at shortstop, who's you know number two in hitting in the league, had a phenomenal year, and Gordon, of course, at second base, who's playing lights out. So, have those are the five guys. You just have to wonder how many will actually make it of those five. They all deserve to make it. I don't think all five will make it. I think probably three will make it, and maybe four. So it's not going to be a you know that that's a tough situation for them because there's. What happens in all-star games is guys often that have one good year or a couple of good months tend to get overlooked at times, and I hope that doesn't happen to Hanniger. He's certainly deserving. The guy's got 62 runs batted in, He's been and he leads the American League, or all of baseball, I think, in outfield assists. The guy's got an absolute gun of an arm, so he should make it too. But the other two, to, will Segura make it? Shortstop's a really tough position to make it in the American League. Uh, will Gordon make it? That's another tough position. Second base is a tough position to make it in the American League. So those are tough decisions and tough choices. I don't think anyone should uh, get down if one of these guys don't make it because that's just kind of the way it goes. But I think you, there's no question Diaz is, is going to be one of them. I think we know that for sure. And probably Paxton. I mean, he's pitched a no-hitter. He's 8-2. and two. He's had a phenomenal season. He's their ace. You know, he's he's everything they want him to be. Brad, we got you back now? We do, man. I apologize. No worries. I'm hey, blame my kids. I'm no, blame the kids. I've been there, done that. So, hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Talking all-star, Diaz is there. Yeah, so Diaz is there. No question. He's, so is, is Paxton a shoe-in? You know what? I don't think he's a shoe in. You know, there's just so many good pitchers with, with, with more wins this year. You know, but yeah. you look at, at what he's done. The no hitter certainly helps. The strikeouts certainly help. Um, but I think you're going to have to take, gosh, I think probably three Astros, Severino yeah. and Kluber, and maybe another Indian. But I think he's right in the mix. It just depends on maybe the manager want a lefty power arm. I mean, there's a good chance he goes, no doubt. So let's talk uh, about the guys in the field yeah. now. Uh, Mitch Haniger's like eighth or ninth in the voting, but he's second in the league in RBIs. Uh, does he have a chance? Will he make it? I think I think he does. You know, I think now that average is up over two seventy, I think that looks a lot better better than the two fifties, two sixties he's been at. Uh, the RBI total helps a lot. You know, being in Seattle, a guy that that's, doesn't have a lot of national recognition hurts him. Yeah, um, it, it, it's going to be tough, I think, for him to get in. I think he deserves to be in, but I think it's going to be hard. But I think Segura will will, will get in. And, okay, and he's got better numbers than the shortstops. You know, I mean, you could say that, you know, some guys maybe have more talent, but nobody has better numbers than Segura this year. And, and I think that that he just has to be has to be at it. Right, I I would agree with you. I hope so. I hope Hanager makes it. I mean, he also you know leads the league in assists 
for outfield assist. I mean, right. the guy's just got a cannon of an arm. So, but you're right. It's just the recognition isn't there yet for him. And then Gordon has been exceptional at second base, but he hasn't played the whole season there. Uh, you know, and that's a tough position to make it at second base in the American League. So, yeah, I it's I guess you would say of those five. I'm thinking they'll end up with three, and I think it's probably yeah, think, probably Diaz, Paxton, and Segura, right? Right. That that'd be my guess, and I think you'd, you'd be happy with three. You know, for so many years it's been, you know, just Felix, just one guy. You know, Ichiro a couple times, and you know, uh, Cano a couple times, and maybe two guys last year. So you know, three helps, and and then just getting more recognized and people seeing them, and, and people more, especially on the East Coast. You know, getting more familiar with these guys will certainly help them going forward. What would be your biggest concern going forward? They've played so well and so exceeded everyone's expectations. Is there one thing that you think they need to do better in the second half to continue to have a chance to win the division? You know, Good question. Um, I think the offense will get better when Cano comes back. I, I think that they've they've struggled at times to, to score. They always seem to score enough. <laughs> yeah, well, twenty six one run victory. So, yeah. right. If they need three, they'll get three. If they need four, they can get it. But it just hasn't been as as consistent. And I don't think they scored because the middle middle of the pack. I think in most offensive stats, I just I, I think they'll be a little bit better there. But what concerns me. I would maybe say the starting pitching. It has been so good, and you're just kind of wondering, does that yeah. last? You know, Marco Gonzalez has never pitched this many innings. Right. Wade LeBlanc has pitched the best in his, you know, eight, nine, what, ten-year career. Does does that keep going? Um, does Paxton stay injury-free? Does Felix kind of keep doing what he's doing? You know, I – Yeah, I agree. I, and I then, just think that'd be my concern. And that lends to the fact that they're more than likely to go get a Cole Hamels or a Hap or somebody like that, a veteran pitcher who can come in and and if one of those guys falters, they can they can slip in there. So that seems right. to be the right way to go. Right, and and they they like they they talked before about getting a number two. You know, if they get a solid number two, if you could start the playoffs with a Paxton, somebody. And then maybe a Felix or a Leak, depending on how the rotation, or maybe even a Gonzalez. I mean, he's pitched unbelievably well lately. I think they would feel really good having a three-man rotation. If they can get get a number two right now, going forward, I think that would that would be huge. And then you just wonder if it's a guy that has a, a year next year, or a, a rent a player like Jay Happ, or you know, kind of kind of what's out there. But if they could get that two, I think they'd feel really good. It's going to be a lot of fun to see. I can't wait for this series to start. I can't wait when they face the Astros again. It's just so yeah. much more fun than any of us could have possibly imagined, and uh, it's going to be a great second half of the season. Brad, great stuff as always. Thanks for joining us on the show. Hey, I appreciate it, Terry. Anytime you want to do it instead of puck, I'm in, man. We got it. <laughs> no problem. It'll be somebody's Thanks, show. Buddy. The good thing about Puck is he's always got food to eat in here when he's here, but I got no food. That's no one's true. bringing me any food. But anyway, thanks, Brad. Got you, man. Hey, Terry, appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Talk to you later. That's Brad Adam, the Emmy Award-winning anchor of Root Sports. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more Mariners. We're going to have some really special guests. Mike Harmon of Fox Sports Radio from L.A. is going to talk to us about LeBron James. We've got all kind of cool stuff coming on today on Sports Radio 950 KJR.